this thing on? Hello? Hey, what's up? This is episode, new episode of Waste and Wild. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, I don't even know if we've really figured out the question, how to phrase it in a question, but solitude versus isolation, loneliness, all that. Um, what's the difference? What even is it? How do you refrain from it? How do you, how do you practice it? How do you, how do you not feel isolated? How do you not feel lonely? Um, and so, yeah. Uh, do you have any initial thoughts, Maria? Yeah, there's a difference between isolation and solitude. Mm-hmm. And solitude is, a, I would say, a positive thing. Isolation, I would give a negative. I'd make it negative. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's derogatory. What, what would be your definition of solitude? Solitude is going away for a purpose, being alone for a purpose. It's for a period of time. Isolation, you're constantly away from people. And it's just out of because you, yeah, just because you want to be isolated. What do, you, <laughs> what do you mean by go away from people? Like go away, like create space. Or you go away. Like you create space. So, for example, at YA retreat a few weeks ago, mm. I went and created space and I read the book that Connor still hasn't finished. <laughs> what if Jesus was serious about I'm prayer? I'm working on it. <laughs> and that was my solitude time. I just went away, uh, sat in my wonderful friend's hammock, and for hours on end, I read that book. So that was go. my solitude. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to bring up some things in this book. Because it's so good. Um, but Connor still hasn't finished it. But I still haven't finished it. Hey, here's the thing, though. I read probably like three or four pages every night. But, I mean, it's, I don't read that much. I don't love to read. But Reading is a wonderful thing. You know, I'm working on it. It's this discipline, working on forcing myself to read because I know it is good. My definition of solitude right here, I have the intentional withdrawal from social engagement. Oh, intentional. Okay. The intentional withdrawal from social engagement. Um. And then definition of isolation, what would be your definition of isolation? To isolate. Yeah, yeah, separate that into the action verb. Mm -hmm. My brain is blank right now. That's all right. I got a definition (laughs) for (laughs) you. So y'all know I'm going in blind. Connor has prepared. I'm just here to (laughs) discuss. She's prepared with the the Bible knowledge and just spitting facts. All right. (laughs) We got isolation. Definition is separation from... Okay, so this is preface okay i'm gonna preface this with i looked up this definition right on google did you just google it of course i did so what is your source connor <laughs> my source is google.com no but here's the thing is because the definition from google the, the the one i found i not the one i wrote down okay the definition i found was to isolate okay that was it that was the definition, that was the definition of definition. isolation the act of isolating or to isolate is isolation so uh bleh bad definition i didn't like it so i kind of like Okay, isolation in the Bible, and what does this Bible say about isolation? And I and I and I did some research there, and so I kind of came up with this definition. Um, and, and I, I, you, you got to correct me if I'm wrong, um, or send us an email at waste and wild at gmail uh, if I'm wrong. Anyways, uh, isolation <laughs> is separation from slash cutting off your environment. So, in my brain. The separation, so you're separating, you're choosing to separate yourself, not withdrawing, you're separating from your environment slash cutting it off. So mm-hmm. you're kind of escaping. So you're you're isolating so that you can not think and not reflect and not think about so what you should think about. you're escaping your reality is you're what escaping. you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think isolation is a form of escapism. That's what I'd say. Um, I can see that. And so Proverbs 18, one, 
Ooh, says. Look at you in the Bible. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I got to kind of pull it up. You're to pull it up? I have to. Proverbs 18.1 says, uh, one who has isolated himself seeks his own desires. He rejects all sound judgment. Um, what what um, translation is that? 18.1. I knew you were going to ask that, but I didn't put one. <laughs> I should have known. Are you known. sure that's Proverbs 18.1? What's Proverbs 18.1 right there? Unfriendly people care only about themselves. They lash out at common sense. <laughs> All right, let's uh, okay. Let's let's make sure this is right. Verbs eighteen. Is it one eighteen? Maybe one. Maybe no. I don't think it'd be one eighteen. That's like the introduction of the book. And You're right. That's not. <laughs> yeah, the the teacher is like saying, "Hey, you should listen to my advice and trust in the Lord." Just just Google the phrase. And fun fact: if you Google a phrase of the Bible that you that you think or remember, it will show you. Google is wonderful. Google works better than the Bible app. So there's your little nugget Prover- of Proverbs 18.1, ESV. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desires. He breaks out against all sound judgment. That is very different. Is it really? What's NASB then? Or NIV? NIV is an unfriendly person pursues selfish ends and against all sound judgment starts quarrels. Okay, NASB? NASB. One who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. Okay, NSAB and ESV are going to be closer. Those more, they're more word for word. Ah. So like they're like <laughs> more direct translations. Okay, gotcha. So you chose the like the, the most direct. direct translation from Hebrew. Okay, is that a good thing? That that yes, it is a good thing. Okay, it's like the most can we literal take sense. that meaning then? Yes, I would take that more than the message. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I would agree. Okay. Okay, cool. Read it, so read it read? One more, okay, read it one more time. All right, one more time for the people in the back. We got NASB, New American Standard Bible Version. One who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. Boom. That's the example that I got. He quarrels against he all quarrels. sound wisdom. That's he fights, pretty he bickers. big. That has a big weight. Mm-hmm. He quarrels, yeah. Against not, sound wisdom. Not like, only rejects, oof. but like fights with. Yeesh. Mm-hmm. That's... That person has some issues. And then, f- example for solitude. Okay. Flipping <laughs> the script here. Lamentations 3, 25 through 28. Okay. Um, Again, I don't have the version for it. Okay. <laughs> but. Hey, homework for next time. No. Homework for next time. Okay, right, five what? <laughs> it's uh, uh, three, oh. uh, chapter three. Chapter three. Verses 25 through 28. 25 through 20. Okay, good. So this, So, this, for solitude. Um, says the Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. To the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. So that was something that stuck out to me, was um, let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. And so, to wait quietly, not only sit alone in silence, mm-hmm. but to wait quietly for the Lord. Yeah. For salvation from the Lord. Yeah. That's really good. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Mm. Yeah. Knowing God's law and his, the Torah. That's your, yeah. I, so I, so I wrote down those definitions and I wrote down those examples. I love how you're, if you're listening, his Wingspan. arms are like spread out. He's trying to explain just, this. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, that's, <laughs> so that's the difference, right? Um, and so when you separate and when you separate yourself and you 
um, cut off, it's oftentimes you'll, 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 I mean, and you'll maybe play video games or you'll do whatever and not saying that that's wrong. Um, but the fact that you're, there's, there's things that you could be reflecting on that you aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or even just the fact that maybe you, you really almost never take a genuine look at is just at, like, is your heart heavy right now? What's, what's heavy on your heart right now? Um, and then sitting with it. Sometimes people go, yeah, I'm stressed about this and that. And then, so they know, but they don't sit with it. And I'm guilty. Absolutely. Reflect. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. And, and not saying I, I'm, I'm a pro. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't do that very often. And so I know that personally I need to reflect with what's heavy Mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. just go oh this sucks and i'm sad and then i maybe call somebody and i say how do i navigate this you know and it's good to seek wisdom and and to seek guidance and to seek mentors and so i Absolutely. i call mentors and i go hey i don't know what to do about this and this and that but ultimately what my mentors almost always point me back to and i'm glad and that's how you know that they're good mentors that they point you back to jesus they say well have you have you sat with god about this have you talked with him about this question dang it no i I haven't (laughs) (laughs) and so it's it's honestly been pretty recent where i've just been you know sometimes if somebody can't hang out or whatever i'm just like sitting alone at home i'm like oh man what do i do i'm so bored (laughs) and i'm like maybe i'll I'll go buy stuff (laughs) i'll 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 go buy this and that i'll go to target and i'll spend a little bit too much you know so it's buy a coffee grinder online i'll go buy a coffee grinder guilty and so i (laughs) i so so you know and 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 i think that's that's totally escapism you're 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 escaping from this inner um issue that you've got Mm. your heart's heavy and so i think sitting in it and so only recently i've honestly been just sitting and and so then what does that look like to have solitude with god yeah what does that look like because your mind just roams your mind goes crazy well how we don't get solitude well you think of all the ads we see there's always music going on there's always noise in our life Hmm. and when we do have quiet we freak out (laughs) we freak out (laughs) do you freak out uh i'm getting better like i if there is quiet Sweet. Maybe a little. I like my tunes. You like your tunes. I love my music. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. But it's in that solitude. It's in that quiet place that we, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, thank you, Holy Spirit, that we become self-aware of the things that are going in, on in us. And we don't. if we don't have that time to reflect, if we don't have that time to process, how many problems are we actually keep, are like perpetuating? Is that the word? In our sure. lives? Because we're not. Thinking of those things, I read a book in March called All There by Dr. Gail. I think her last name is Johnson. Super good book. And she talked about how we're always trying to like go, 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 that we never realize what God's doing right in front of us. We're not fully present. And I don't ever want to miss something because I'm trying to think of the next thing and I'm not fully present with what God wants to do with what he's put in front of me. Mm. It's a really good book. If anyone has a chance to read it. What book is it? All There. All there by who? Gail, Dr. Gail. I think it's Johnson. I'll Gail look it up. Johnson. Her okay. name's Dr. Gail. All there. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 
I wrote down a couple other things of some good one-liners <laughs> of so ever since you came back from this conference it's always one-liners one-liners hit different you know <laughs> so um so we already talked about r- reflecting on yep. what's heavy yeah, and i think that's a time. that's a good distinction of isolation versus solitude or yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm, isolation mm-hmm. versus solitude so I- isolation i think you just boil it down to Isolation is not reflecting. And mm. then solitude is reflecting. You can yeah. just make it really simple. <laughs> Break it down that much. Break it down that simple. Um, and then you're resting when you're in solitude. You're reflecting on what's heavy. You're having mm. communion with God. You're in prayer. You're resting your body, mind, and soul. Oh, um, preach. <laughs> I have a biblical example when you're ready. We need a preach button. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the sound oh, the effect's down. Oh, the sound effect didn't work. No, that's not a good preach button. <laughs> that's no. not good. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ruined it. Okay. Anyway, so rest your body, mind, soul. And then you, you, so it's, you're, you're being poured into and you're sharing the love that you have for God in this time of solitude. Um, and it looks different for a lot of people. And, um, and so it's this, you're getting to know him and that's mm-hmm. wh- i think that's mm-hmm. where you i think that's a great place to do that is w- in solitude with god that's how y- you have a relationship and get to know him i think that's just one of the ways and i think ministry full flows out of that you can't just be t- giving 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 if you're not spending the time uh-huh. with god that's yeah that was the next step i said you're being poured into and loved on and so now go out and pour that love onto others and i think it's time of refreshing and i think it's it's really important i think and that's just a newfound thing because i didn't really understand solitude with god i'm like oh yeah solitude is just praying right like that's just like that's having solitude with god like jesus went away for a while to spend time with his heavenly father right and so i'm like oh so we're supposed to do that how do you spend time with your heavenly father you read your bible and pray so that's what I would do. I'd just read my Bible and pray. And then um, and you can do that, right? I don't know. What's your take? Like, I feel like you can, but also communion with God. Mm-hmm. And that's what this book of What If Jesus Was Serious About Prayer mentioned. Um, what somebody, somebody interviewed, um, yeah, somebody interviewed Mother Teresa, right? And she said, um, and he said, when you pray, what do you say to God? She says, I don't say anything. She said, I listen. He says, okay, well, when God speaks to you, then what does he say? He doesn't say anything. He listens, she said. And so he had no follow-up question. And so I think that explains it well. And I know that's Mm. such this abstract concept for logical people to Well, especially for our culture and being so busy. When has the last time we sat down in in silence ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, no music, Maria. I know, <laughs> right? It's horrible. I don't know. I think music's fine. Well, or maybe if should, it's maybe always, not. I think sometimes you just need silence. Like, yeah. Jesus went off to a, by himself a lot. Like, and we see that in scripture. And Ken Blanchard in his book, Lead Like Jesus, he, he says these three, three things. Jesus modeled silence, he modeled solitude, and he modeled prayer. And so he goes, if we're going to lead like Jesus, we got to do the the three, silence, solitude, and prayer. And so as I was reading Matthew a while ago, 
after I had like heard of this book, I started looking for each of those three things. And I think it's super interesting that after the death of John the Baptist, this is Jesus's own cousin. John the Baptist gets beheaded because Herod promised his niece that he would give her whatever he wanted. And he was, yeah, crazy. There's weird things in the Mm. Bible. It's fun. But so John got beheaded. So that was lovely. Why? Why did he get beheaded? Because he was, he was in prison Kay. because he didn't like what he was saying because John was telling Herod, like, hey, you married your brother's sister, bro. Like, that's wrong. Yes. And, but Herod's like, man, he, like, he, well, how do I say this? <laughs> Herod was like, man, the people love John. I shouldn't kill him. So he just put him in prison. Yeah. But then Herod's wife, who was originally his brother's wife, didn't like John. So when the daughter <laughs> danced for Herod, this is confusing, he gave her whatever she wanted and she wanted the head of john the baptist long story short yeah good try yeah i haven't read it in a bit that was hard but after jesus hears about this in matthew chapter 14 verse 13 he says as soon the the author matthew i cannot talk today he said as soon as jesus heard the news he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone but the crowds heard where he was and he healed he healed them so after these things jesus goes and by himself so Mm. and then after that he walks on water but he goes to the hills by himself again to pray so after a big big event or even before a big event like even before he decided on who the 12 disciples were jesus prayed Mm. yeah so he's modeling this for us i think that's i I like that um it's a good model (laughs) obviously uh if if we shift it with we've got isolation where you're intentionally kind of separating and cutting off your environment, Mm -hmm. and then loneliness. So I feel like some people would probably get confused, or they'd combine the two. Isolation is loneliness, or how do I not feel lonely in solitude? Um, Or lonely... um, Does that make sense, what I'm trying to say? I can see. The thing is, the irony of it, so seniors supposedly are supposed to be the most lonely people. But statistically speaking, Gen Zs are actually higher in their loneliness. Mm. And because, sorry, boomers know how to be alone. They know know how to do things. Mm. They know how to have that solitude. Uh, Us kids, millennials and Gen Z, we scroll social media and we are now the most lonely generation. Mm. Yet we have the most connection. So generationally speaking, there's this difference in this idea of loneliness. Yeah. I, Isn't I, that interesting? I learned that um, loneliness is, is an emotion, just like sadness or happiness. Um, and so it passes, it comes, and it goes. Hmm. And so for other people, they, they aren't sad as often because they've, they found some secret magic button, and they're <laughs> and they were they're just <laughs> joyful, <laughs> and so they're 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 sad less often. But obviously, when tragedy happens, you feel sad. Oh, absolutely. Sadness comes and and it goes, and it's like a wave. And so, I think loneliness can be similar, where it comes and it goes. But just the fact, something that uh, it helped me because I mean, I'm you know I'm. I always called myself a millennial, but everybody says I'm Gen Z. That's what people tell me, too. Oh, you're Gen Z. No, (laughs) I was kidding. Well, I've been (laughs) called a millennial. I've also been called a Gen Zer, so I don't know. I've I've been called both, too, so. I'm in the middle. 
if we're going with this whole Gen Z thing, I feel like a lot of Gen Z are lonely. And so, of course, yeah, like I feel that. Like I feel those emotions for sure. And something that helped me big time was acknowledging that loneliness is a passing emotion um, and that it comes and goes just like happiness and sadness and and um, and you can choose to come out of it. I know that sounds really ignorant. Um, so maybe I take that back. Ask me again in five years. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Mackey 101. Ask Tim me Mackey. again in a little while. Ask me again in a bit. <laughs> and my theology will probably be different. Uh-huh. My, my, my feelings will have changed. So, um, so I don't know, that's something that helped me that, that it will pass and, um, and that it, it's just another emotion. Hmm. Um, and then if you, you make it feel a little bit, um, you make it a little smaller than, than it feels, you know, you kind of dwindle that feeling of like, oh, I'm so lonely. And then you're like, well, you count your blessings. And like, I'm not, I'm really not that lonely. So once you start saying things that you're thankful for, then you put you in the right perspective. Mm-hmm. I have a little page in my notebook about my, uh, my history with God. Hmm. Uh, camp. Um, Altar of Remembrance. Mm-mm, nope. No, nope. don't Different even camp. know what that is. That was at winter <laughs> camp. Well, I was at yeah, winter camp. You were there. I must have missed it. But I, I probably, maybe it is, but I it gave it a different name. But it was the, the speaker had told us to write down our history with God. Yes. It's so Altar of Remembrance. What? Altar of Remembrance. That's what she called it. Let oh. Me, let me find it. <laughs> is that what? Is this? I just ba-da, missed ba-da. it. Right there. Well, that's not the headline I gave it, but I gave it a similar headline. headline then. Altar of Remembrance. It so, sounds really so spiritual. Yeah. I kind of like history with God. I just it's wrote more normal. my history with God. So super, super non-spiritual, my history with God. <laughs> and then I just wrote down all these blessings where it's like, j- yeah, anyway. So, yeah. And, and then I go back to it when, when I'm like, oh, I feel like he doesn't see me or I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, this thing isn't working out. That you know how I thought it was gonna go, which is such an ignorant thing in the first place. And then I read this history with God, and I go, "Dang, He's done so much, and and I didn't even see it. And He does so much more than I still don't even see it." But mm-hmm. um, that helps me. Uh, but yeah. feelings are also indicators and not dictators. Mm. So that's always good to remind myself, oh. like they're an indicator that's showing that something in me is not. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe it's not in alignment with God by me having this feeling. So then I can use that, go to scripture, because we're supposed to be rooted in scripture, and then align myself that way. But when I am feeling those ways, I notice if I'm on social media a lot, especially Instagram, I start feeling, I think lonely could be an adjective, but just kind of sad. Like I just kind of get that feeling. You know that feeling you want to cry behind your eyes, but you don't know why? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I get that. So, like, I'll delete Instagram for a while, and then my mood, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm totally fine. It's been it's a like, few months for me. It's like, why is it so different when I'm not on social media? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's what, it, what is it? I don't know. Social media. Bleh. Bleh. Do you have any comments, concerns? Interpreted Don't things. say it. No, oh, shoot, I said, you said it. it. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You can <laughs> scratch that out later. <laughs> We're going to edit that part. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Anything? Nothing? Like what? What do you want me to add about isolation? I mean, Solitude. you don't. It's whatever you. So Jesus add. told, Jesus showed, and we're supposed to model Jesus. And one of those things he modeled is solitude and prayer. 
And I think it's a healthy thing to put those disciplines in our lives to be self-aware with the Holy Spirit's help. Yeah, I like it. That's good. Thanks for joining us for this episode um, of Solitude versus Isolation. What is it? How does it come such in full force? Uh, how do we practice solitude? All those things. Um, if, uh, if you want to learn more info, ask your pastor. Look it up. Read the Bible. Find examples. Um, there's a lot of examples. There's a lot of stuff. We've also got Bible resources that you can learn more about with our um, website, wasteandwild.org. Uh, that's sure. that's www.waysandwild.org. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions or any topics that you want us to talk about, we got wasteandwild at in, wasteandwildinfo at gmail.com. Uh, I will get it someday. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. It stopped again. It keeps cutting out. Ay, caramba. Oh well.